here this morning. If you're here this morning, you're blessed. Amen. Amen. As we were telling you on last Sunday, we got a lot of people that do not believe in the word of God anymore. So if you're here this morning and you're ready to hear the word of God, you're blessed. Amen. 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 We thank God for you. Amen. I want to say good morning to our SoundCloud listeners. We thank God for you as well. Uh, we're so sorry you could not be in the service with us, but we hope that eventually you will make it out and be in the services with us. Amen. Amen. So at this time, our covenant partners, our SoundCloud listeners, we ask you to please get your Bibles, your pens, and your pads ready as we get ready to share with you what the Lord has given us. Amen. 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 God is good. And we're going to, um, if you... I want you to stand up because we're going to do our declaration this morning. Amen. Amen. We're going to do our declaration, our 2022. We are thankful. Amen. Thankful for the Lord. All right. Everybody standing. Amen. Repeat after me. 2022. 2022. The year, the year. Of, expectation. of expectation. And hope. And hope. 2022. 2022. The year. The year. Of, expectation. of expectation. The year of having. The, year of having. the, hope, the hope. Of the promises. Of, the promises. of Jesus Christ. Of Jesus Christ. Active, Active. In my life. In my life. The, promise the promise. Of his prosperity. Of his, prosperity. His, power. his power. And his presence. And his presence. 2022. 2022. Is. My year. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of a holy God. And we're going to pick up this morning, if you're keeping a journal, we're going to be talking about God's mystery part three, and we're really looking to wrap this up today. Amen. Amen. And so we, we, when we started, we talked about a mystery being a revealed truth that had not yet uh, been revealed. It, it is hidden. But the Lord reveals all hidden truths. Amen? Amen. We talked about how God's mystery, to sum it up, is Christ. How God included himself in the equation of salvation. And to some, that is still a mystery. But thank the Lord, by his Holy Spirit, the mystery was revealed many, many, many thousands of years ago and is still traveling down through generations as being revealed that the mystery of God is Christ. Amen? Amen. Amen. So this morning, we're going to do part three, and we want you to go to Revelation 13. Thank you, Jesus. Revelation chapter 13. Now, the way I got here, I had a little help. <laughs> uh, Elder Courtney approached me when God's Mystery Part 2 was over, and she said, what made God repent it that he made man? And so I'm looking at it like, oh. <laughs> she said, well, what did they do? What is it that caused God's heart to grieve? And so she got me to thinking, and I said, okay. I said, you know what? I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check into that. So um, I, 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 you know, I, I got home and used the week to pray, and the Lord just kept nudging me. He said, you, you already have it written down. You got to go through all those journals. 
So I had to go in the office and just take down all the journals and go all the way back to possibly maybe uh, 2013, 2012. So I'm going through them and I'm like, oh my Lord. So basically, uh, compliments of Elder Courtney, we're going to talk about God's mystery part three, but we're going to look into what in the world caused God's heart to grieve and caused him to say, it repented me that I even made man. Now, you're going to be surprised this morning of what you're going to hear. You're really going to be surprised. And I, I sat there and I said, oh, my Lord, I remember. I remember. A lot of this stuff that's going on in the world and people are saying this is the norm. The Bible is outdated. They are liars. So if you don't mind this morning, I want you to go with me. And we're going to talk about under God's mystery part three. What, what caused God's heart to grieve? What caused him to say it repented me that I even made man upon the earth? Amen. All right. Revelation 13. Verse 18, and it reads, here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. And his number is 600, three score and six. Somebody say that with me. Say 600, 600 three, score, three score and six, and six. Six, six, six. Okay, so 666 is the number of man. It, it six means an image. It means a image. So this image that you read about in Revelation, the 13th chapter, it is without Jesus Christ. It is without godliness. It is without his word. It is without his Holy Spirit. And, and here's another important one. It is without God's government in your life. Okay, so we've shown, we have established the fact now that we are in the last days. We did that a couple of Sundays back. We have established the fact that we are in the second six. Amen. We established the fact on last Sunday how the first six can be found in the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter six. And we went through that. But then something wonderful, miraculously, the Lord opened my eyes and he showed me where the second six was. And it is in Matthew, the 24th chapter. And the Lord asked me a question and I just believe God. I just believe him. And he said, what is four plus two? I said six. He said, then you found the second six. Now, I want to show you something before we move any further. Something that was so wonderful to me. Go back to Matthew, the 24th chapter. I just want to show you something. The Lord allowed my eyes to fall upon this. I know I've read it over and over, but it just, I was like, wow. Okay. Somebody say information, information. is powerful. powerful. Somebody say knowledge, knowledge. Is, powerful. is powerful. So go back to Matthew 24. Amen. What's two plus four? Six. What's two plus four? Six. All right. All right. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. And we want to look at, um, now, I don't know if anybody has ever even noticed this in Matthew, the 24th chapter, but would you please look at verses 36, and I'm going to read it, Matthew 24, 36. 
lo and behold, it says, but of that day and hour knoweth no man. No, not the angels of heaven, but my father only. But as the days of Noah were, <laughs> amen, Evangelist Neil. I say, wait a minute, that's right there in Matthew, the 24th chapter. What's two plus four? Six. Where was the first six found? Genesis chapter six. But yet they put this in Matthew 24. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating, drinking, marrying, and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. So we, we've explained this. What he's saying, it's not going to be wrong to buy, sell, eat, drink or marry he's saying but what they were doing in the day of Noah and I and it hit me dead in my face as I was studying this I know people that are living today just like this it's like God doesn't even exist he's not coming back we're gonna live forever we're gonna be doing this forever and I'm looking like oh my Lord so the Lord said their sin was even though they were hearing the message of it's gonna rain and this is the judgment of God upon sin they didn't take it in. They didn't care. They didn't, they didn't care. They just kept living. They kept buying. They kept selling. They kept eating and drinking. They kept on marrying, and they lived with no regard to the word of God. And we got people just like that today. Amen. Oh, that's the Bible. That's old. That's outdated. Okay, let me see how outdated this is. Amen? Amen. SoundCloud going to have to cover their ears. Lord, you cover me in your blood today as I preach your word. Amen. Amen. Keep me in your, keep me covered in your blood. All right, so I wanted to show you that. So we're talking about that number 666. So 666 is a number of a man. It's, six means image. This is image without Jesus Christ, without godliness, without his word, without his Holy Spirit, without God's government in your life. Go to Psalms 9. Somebody say it's just mere people, mere people. living a fleshly life without God and they don't care. Psalms chapter 9. Amen. All right. And Psalms chapter 9 verse 20 says this. It says, put them in fear, O Lord, that the nations may know themselves to be but men. Selah. That means stop, think about it, ponder over it. What does he mean? Without Christ, you're just mere flesh. All of us, we're just mere, there are mere men and mere women, mere boys and girls. Without the spirit of Christ, you're just a mere flesh. You're just flesh. Amen? What happened on the sixth day in Genesis? On the sixth day in Genesis, God created mankind. Amen? Amen. But the Bible says he took another step. Somebody say he took another step. OK, he took another step. What did he do? He blew into man's nostrils. What? The breath of life. Amen. So people who live without God, who live under a godless system without the government of God, then they're just mere flesh without that breath of life. OK. They're just walking around. The Bible says to be carnally minded in Romans chapter 8. 
is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Well, what is the carnal mind? It's a fleshly mind. Well, what's the fleshly mind? It is sense and reasoning without the Holy Spirit. They don't, they don't listen to the Holy Spirit. They're not governed by the Holy Spirit. Well, what is the Holy Spirit, Pastor? The Holy Spirit is the government of God. You say, how do you know that? Because the Bible says, for the kingdom of God is not just meat and drink. It's righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Ghost. Amen. So I don't want to live just like mere flesh. I need the Holy Spirit's guidance. Amen? Amen. All right, let's keep going. All of this is going to line upon line. Amen? Amen? As we get into the message. All right, go to Psalms chapter 10. Verse 18, he says, to judge the fatherless and the oppressed, that the man of the earth, there it is, did you see it? That the man of the earth may no more oppress. I said, huh? So then I looked at this and the Holy Ghost began to say, oppression comes from a godless society. Say that with me. Say oppression arises from a godless society. Okay, what did I tell you? They, they might have, they say we've ended Roe v. Wade, okay? What did I, what, I mean, what did your president do? He got on there, he says he gonna sign an executive order for them to have abortion. That's your president. When, when godless people run in the country, God is people who don't believe in the Bible. Because if you really, uh-uh, nope, don't judge me this morning. If you believed in the word of God, you would know abortion is wrong. Amen. If you believed in the word of God, you would not be signing orders for men to marry men and women to marry women. Amen. If you believe in the word of God, you would not be allowing our third graders, second graders, first graders to be taught a sexual education that they can be a man if they are a woman and they can be a woman if they are a boy, a, 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 a girl. Look at him. This is wrong. We living under a godless society. That's what it is. And so what does it do? It brings oppression. Well, who does it oppress? The righteous. Who do they hate? The righteous. The Bible Believing people, that's who they hate. Even the Bible says you're not going to be able to hang out with the world. Why? Because you don't believe like the world. Amen. That's why Jesus could say you're in the world, but you're not of the world. Amen. Well, why am I in the world but not of the world? Because you've been transformed by the renewing of your mind through the word of God. Yes. So you're different. Yes. The, word the word of God separated you from the world. And as long as you believe the word of God, you will always be separated. You're going to be different. Amen? Amen. Go to Proverbs 10, 29. Proverbs 29. Thank you, Jesus. Proverbs, Proverbs 29 and 2. And it reads, when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. Is that in your Bible? Amen. 
But when the wicked bear rule, the people moan. Okay? You can keep on believing that lie that the reason why we got high gas prices and high inflation is because of Putin's war. That's a lie. Oh, now all of a sudden the gas prices seem to be going down. Yeah, because they done got your money for the holidays. They were glad that over a billion people got on the road and put gas in their car. Amen. Ching, ching. Every time you drove, uh, ching, ching. <laughs> they were glad. They were glad. And I do remember that, and I, I saw a little clip about those voyages coming off the water and stores being so overstocked. And I just sat there and said, oh, my God, you said that. But here's one I didn't get a chance to share with you, and I really didn't, but I called Elder Wanda. Um, I told her this was a month ago, month back. I said, the next thing going to be the water. I said, go and buy water. I said, because I'm, I'm being who I am in Christ, I'm to tell my family and then tell the ministry. But so much started happening, I forgot. But I told her, I said, go buy water. Um, make sure you, you know, stock up on the water. I said, God said water going to be next. Lo and behold, I got a notice in the mail. This before it even came on TV. Oh, your water is contaminated. I'm going, what? Is y'all crazy? <laughs> the water is contaminated. So then a couple of days after that, because I got it up on my refrigerator on the wall. And so a couple of days after that, then they brought it on the news. The water is contaminated. We prefer if you buy bottled water. And I don't know about you, but I said, Lord, because, you know, I've been feeling a little good. I feel a little woozy. And I said, God, it's just it's so much they putting in the air. We don't know what these people are doing. We don't know what they're doing. For the last four years, it has rained, and I have marked it down on the 4th of July. The last four years straight. I said, uh-uh, something up with all of this. But we... But when the, when the wicked bear rule, the people moan. Why are they wicked? Because they're outside of the government of God. They're outside of the word of God. So they're going to do everything by their flesh. But we've been told you to get storehouses, remember? We've been told you to go fill your pantry. And we really just said it like this. Why not do it? Don't do it because of a storm. Don't do it because of a shortage. Just do it because you don't want to be in the crazy. Amen. You buy one, get two or three. Because you just don't want to be in the crazy. The godless society is governed by the flesh and flesh only. I'm going to say that again, because all of this is going to lead up to what <laughs> caused God's heart to grieve in Genesis. Amen? Amen? The godless society is governed by the flesh and flesh only. Go to Romans chapter 8. Remember, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. Yes, we are here. But we live by a different government. 
We, we live by an unshakable government, an unshakable kingdom. What is that kingdom called? The kingdom of God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 8, please look at verse 6. Okay? And it tells us, it says, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Well, carnal minded is flesh minded. That's sense and reasoning without the Holy Spirit. That's death arising from sin. What is death? Well, you do die naturally, but that's not the main case. You are totally separated from God. You eventually end up totally separated from the Lord. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Spiritually minded, which is having the leading of God's spirit in our lives, is life and soul peace. All right? Both now and forever. So the first six can be found in Genesis chapter 6, 1 through 14. This reference has to do with the offspring of Seth not living a separate life from the excommunicated race of Cain. Listen to me. What we didn't know was, go back to Genesis. Let me show you the key. How the flood came and why all of this got started. Okay. All right, let me show you this. Genesis chapter 4, verse 25. Abel was murdered, remember? Yeah. Cain murdered Abel. Okay, and the Bible says in Genesis 4, 25, and Adam knew his wife again, and she, had, she bare a son and called his name Seth. For God said he hath appointed me another seed instead of Abel whom Cain slew. And to set to him also there was born a son, and he called his name Enos. Then began men to call upon the name of the Lord. Now, but this is what began to happen. After Seth was born, remember, after Cain stood in the presence of God, and God asked him, where is your brother? He said, am I my brother's keeper? And then the Lord began to deal with Cain. Cain no longer wanted to be in the presence of God. So what does he do? The Bible says he moved from the presence of God. Okay, that's, that's a key. Cain moved from the presence of God. All right, and then the Bible goes on to say that Cain built a city. How was the city set up? It was a godless city. It had a godless government. But the people of, of Seth, they were calling on the name of the Lord until they began to intermingle with the generation of Cain. Uh-oh. We're going to show you how all this got started. They, they, they began to hang out with them. I can remember a long time ago our bishop telling us, uh, and you know, we young, which we did, didn't understand. Sinners and saints have no business hanging out unless you are ministering to them. See, this, this is old here. They don't want to hear this no more because you don't hear too many preachers preaching like this. But this is what happened in the day of Cain. Cain built a city. It was a godless city. It had a godless government, and it had Cain's religion. And the, and the saved folks started mingling with the people of Cain, and they even started marrying them. 
because I asked God, give me a way to, to preach this about the mayor in part, because I don't want nobody to run out the church. Oh, I can't marry a sinner. Oh, Lord, hallelujah. I don't like that church over there. But she said, I can't marry a sinner. Marry whoever you want to marry, baby. All right, I'm just telling you what the words say. Amen. They started marrying them. And instead of the people of set standing strong in their convictions of what they had been taught through their parents, Adam and Eve, from God, they begin to let their guard down. Well, maybe it don't take all that. Well, you know what? That stuff they preaching, Adam and set them. Look at us. We still alive. We used to believe that, but not no more because that's outdated. That's out of the time now. You got to get up with the time. Can we go on? Amen. All right. No, you're not supposed to be bearing sinners. Nah, take it for what you want. I don't care what you do with it. Do what you want. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, but you're not. You're talking about you a Christian, and you want to marry a sinner, whether it be a man and a woman, or a woman want a man. They are sick. You need to sit your happy down. Because they're going to make your life hell. Yeah, shine for me, Anna. Come on now. Yeah, they're going to make your life hell. I'm just so hot, I got to have a man. Better pray for me, the other one. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I'm so hot. Anything with a pair of pants. Really? Okay then, baby. Oh, I'm going through. I pray for. Oh, you mad that heathen? Come on, come on. You seen that movie Sleeping with the Enemy? Yes. Let me leave y'all alone. Y'all ain't ready for that. Let me leave it alone. Anyway. Uh, so so the, the set, they didn't live a separated life from the excommunicated. Remember now the word excommunicated race of Cain. They began to intermingle in Cain's religion and began to go in the way of Cain. The descendants of Seth also began to marry the descendants of Cain. Thank you, Jesus. Genesis chapter 6. Verse 1. And it came to pass, when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were fair, and they took them wives of all which they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh, yet his days shall be 120 years. There were giants in the earth in those days. And also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men, which were of old men of renown. Now hold that thought. Part of this, they tell you, when you, you, know, when you do the breakdown, the in-depth study, they say that it was the angels that God had sent to the earth to work with mankind that left their first estate and began to sleep with the women. 
but it's also, say that with me, say, but it's also in reference to Cain's seed and Seth's seed getting together. Because Cain's religion was a self-willed religion. Cain's religion was a bloodless religion. Cain's religion was, we're going to do it our way. We don't want to hear what God got to say. So they totally left God out. Now, let me show you how wicked they were. Go to 2 Peter chapter 2. And, and the only reason I'm doing this is because I said, Lord, maybe they'll see where we are today. I don't see. I mean, to me, these same spirits are here. I heard that what I'm supposed to do for a husband, you need to be praying. Nah. Maybe God wants you to be like Anna in the temple praying somewhere. Sit your hat happy down. I'm going to show say it. Sit it down. Second Peter chapter 2, verse 1. But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teaching among you, who privately shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that brought them and bring upon themselves swift destruction. Anybody remember uh, Carlton Pierce? He was a singer, preacher, okay? After he got so far in the Lord, he stood up in his pulpit one Sunday and said, Jesus Christ is not the way to be saved. Jesus Christ, the blood blood of Christ is not needed to get into heaven. And then they eventually found out that he was, um, he was married, but he liked men. I got my car. I got my keys ready to leave. Because I'm going to tell you the truth. So these things are happening. He says, this is where this goes in reference to. He says, even in the day of Cain, even in the day of Seth, You had false prophets that were lying and said, you don't have to come that way. You don't need the blood anymore. You don't don't have to listen to that Jesus religion, that Bible anymore. He says, even as there shall be false teachers among you who privately bring in those heresies and they begin to deny the Lord that brought even them out and bring upon themselves swift destruction. And many, look at verse 2, And many shall follow their pernicious ways by reason of whom the way of the truth is what? Evilly spoken of. So aren't they doing that now? Aren't they speaking evil of the word? Did I not just share with you that I saw a, a real poll on the TV where they went to five young adults, not children, and an atheist and someone from the LGBTQ, um, community. And the five young adults said, the Bible is outdated. We don't believe it. And if you believe that book, you are a hater. We have no need for the Bible. We have our own rules, our own guidelines. 
and we're going to live like we want to live. And then, of course, the atheist and, and the one person from the LGBTQ, they say, if you believe in that Bible, you are a hater. The only way we know that you love us is you don't believe the Bible. This is what's going on in our world. It might not be in the four corners of your house. It might not be in the walls of the ministry, but it's out here. And it's, look, it's trickling down to our generation. Yes, it is. Amen. You got to pull a pit. It's your home. It's your children. Yes. Amen. Amen. It's rough out here. I had someone to call me and say, oh, my, my daughter brought a book home. And the book was about how a little girl can either be a princess or a soldier. And the princess was a girl, but the girl soldier was a, man, a boy girl. And it was explicit. Out of the library. Right here. Oh, thank you, Lord. Remind me. It was right here in Mobile, Alabama. And that's not the only books that are in the library at these schools about gender transitioning, yeah. sexual changeover. And they're putting it in the young children's school. Go to Jude. Knowledge is what? Powerful. It's power. I'm giving you knowledge this morning. So when you walk out of here, you'll be armed and dangerous. Maybe you can take it home and share it with your children, your family, your nieces, your nephews. Yes, J.K. Jude chapter 1, verse 10. Amen. This is still a reference to the day of Cain and Seth. He says, but these speak evil of those things which they know not. But what they know naturally as burnt beast in those things, they corrupt themselves. Are you seeing this? The Bible said what they know what? Get, catch the key. Naturally, fleshly. They say they wallow in it like a beast and corrupt themselves. Uh-huh. Woe unto them. For they have gone in the way of who? Amen. Is that in your Bible? Amen. In the New Testament, they have gone. He says, woe unto them, for they have gone in the way of Cain and ran greedily after the error of Balaam for reward and perished in the gainsaying of Korah. Is that in your Bible? Amen. The way of Cain that they're talking about here is the rejection of salvation through the blood of the lamb. That was, somebody said that was back in the day of Seth and Cain. So they're giving us reference what grieved God's heart. The error of Balaam was he professed to be a prophet of God but was willing to prostitute his prophetic gift for money. Five times Balak paid him to curse Israel, and he was more than willing to do it. But he was forcibly restrained by God. 
Basically, Balak paid him. He took the money and he went out on the hill to curse Israel. But because of the anointing of God, because of the protection of God on the children of Israel, he couldn't get his words to go through. That didn't stop him from trying. But yet he said he was a prophet of God. Prophets of God don't go around cursing folk. It has to be really, 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 really God to tell you to pronounce a judgment. And then you're skeptical even when you talk to you saying, Lord, is it you? Lord, is it you? You got Abraham. If it be five, it is six. You're not excited to go curse somebody. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. The game sin of Korah is this, the rebellion. They were rebellious. The rebellion of Korah along with Dathan, Abram, Korah rebelled against the leadership of Moses and Aaron and desired to set themselves up in the priest's office. You know anybody like that? I can do better than Pastor Ann. She don't know what she's doing. But they were swallowed alive in a great earthquake. God showed his displeasure of the spirit of rebellion against those. There's a spirit of rebellion against those whom he sets up as his representatives. Wow. Does that sound like any of this is going on today? Or did it just go with the flood? No, it didn't go away with the flood. It's here today. So the way of Cain in the days of Noah lived with no regard to the message of Christ, for it was the spirit of Jesus Christ that preached through Noah. Somebody say that with me. Say, Noah preached, but Jesus Christ was preaching through him. Think about that. It was the spirit of Jesus Christ that preached through Noah for 120 years. When God told them, uh, my, my spirit will not always strive with man, for that I will give him 120 years, what he said was, uh, he says, I'm going to let Noah preach for 120 years. Noah preached Jesus' message of salvation while he was building the ark, yet eight million people died. Mm. Eight million people died, and only eight souls were saved in the ark. Isn't that amazing? He preached for 120 years, and only eight people got saved. Nobody else got saved. Eight million? Mm. In the first six, in the first six, in the first six, eight million people rejected the word of God's salvation. Sound like today, doesn't it? The first six was a godless government. Well, what does it look like? The earth was filled with violence. Sound like today, isn't it? They rejected the word of God. They had perversion of morals. There was sexual perversion, idol worship, 
the moral history, listen at this, the moral history of the downward fall of the Gentile world, beginning with Babel, is also spoken of by the Holy Spirit. Watch this. When the Bible was being written, the Bible says that holy men of God were moved by what? The Holy Spirit. So what you need to understand is there are things in Jude and in the Bible that were written because the Holy Spirit told them to put it in there in reference to the day of Seth and Noah. Are you getting this? Because I'm soon to go. All right? So what the Holy Spirit told them was he revealed a secret to them. He says, I want you to add Romans chapter 1. So let, can we go there? Amen. Somebody say this with me. Say Romans chapter 1, Romans chapter is, 1 also is also in reference, in reference to the sin in the days of Seth and, and Cain that brought the flood. Okay. All right. We're going to start reading. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Um, we're going to start reading at the 18th verse. This is what was going on back in that day. And it's going on today. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Say so they were doing this in, in the day of Cain. Says because that which may be known of God is manifested in them, for God has showed it unto them. For the invisible things of Him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even His eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. They're without excuse in accepting the government of God. Because that when they knew God, they glorified Him not. Well, how did they know Him back in that day? Adam had passed the knowledge down, okay? That word, um, um, Adam had the son set, but as you come on down, there was another son that was born called Enoch. His name means teacher. So because his name meant teacher, he was a teacher of the moral standards of God. He was a teacher of biblical principles of God. So Cain and Set. They held to that for a minute, for a while, and then after a while, it starts to disappear. So by the time you get to Genesis chapter 6, the teachings of Elohim, the teachings of Almighty God, have disappeared. And this is why they say wickedness was so great. And they want to shut the church down. They want to talk about the church. Any preacher that come on that TV talking about the church, I say, click. We need the local church. Yes. Everybody can't run to you on the TV. Amen. Everybody can't even get to you on the TV. Amen. Your number is unlisted. Amen. I don't want to hear it. We need the local church. Amen. Can we go on? Thank you for your word, Lord. Thank you for your word, Lord. Thank you. Look at what the Bible says. Verse 21. 
because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish hearts were darkened because they thought they had it going on because they had left God out the equation. They had left the word out. They had left the blood out. Oh, they thought they had it going on. And you got a lot of churches today that left the blood out. They done left the name of Jesus out. Got these folk running on. And see, some of you can sit up in there because you know the truth. But what about the babes? What about the ones who hadn't heard? Okay. Ah, uh, thank you. It's going to be it's sad. So it's going on today, right? Verse 22 says, professing themselves to be wise, they became a fool. The Bible, the breakdown says, instead of them going forward, they begin to evolve backwards. And that's what happens to you when you want to leave Jesus Christ and his word and his statues out and his principles out and his government out. You start going backwards. And this is what they begin to do in the day of Noah and change the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. They begin to make them idols. They begin to say, this is our God. This is what our God looks like. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanliness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. Let's see if you see, let me see if you understand what they're saying who changed the truth of God into a lie and worship and serve the creature, the job became the idol. The money became the idol. The things became the idol. They changed the truth of God into a lie and worship and serve the creature more than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause, God gave them up unto vile affections, for even the women did change the natural use into, the, into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the women, leaving the natural use of a woman, leaving the natural use of a woman, leaving the natural use of a woman, burned, burned in their lust one toward another, man with man, woman with woman. This was in the day of Cain. This homosexuality, LBGQ, it's an old demon. Oh, I came to preach because I got my car down, I got my keys. These are the sins that were in the day of Cain. This is what grieved God in his heart. This is what repented God because he had to look at this stuff. He had to look at their practices. Shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. Yes, Lord. So they burned in their lust one toward another, man with man, working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was met. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobated mind to do those things which are not convenient. Being filled with all unrighteousness. Now I want to, I want to, okay, idol worship, sexual impurity, serving the creature, creation rather than serving God. Women turned from natural relations with men. Women turned 
from natural relations with men to unnatural relations with women. And the women and the men turn from natural relations with women with lust for other men. They rejected God and his knowledge. They did not consider him worth knowing. So then when they like, watch this, like rejected is like never received. And the Lord said, how long shall I strive with you? How long am I to put up with this? And you don't want me. You don't want my word. So God said, I got something for you. I'm going to step back. And I'm going to let you do what you do to your own death. They rejected God and his knowledge. They did not consider him worth knowing. So God gave them over to their own base mindset. Unrighteousness, iniquity, greed, full of envy and jealousy. Murder was everywhere. Ill and cruel ways, secret backbiting, gossipers, hateful to others, and hating God. Uh-huh. Arrogance. Wait a minute. Inventors of new forms of evil. Disobedient, unthankful. These are the sins of the first six. These were the days of Noah. So can I ask you something? How is it, can they get on the TV and wave that flag and say, I was born this way? This is how God made me. That's a lie. That's a lie. I don't care who you are. If you're sitting up in this ministry and you're a woman and you like women, it's going to be to your own destruction. If you're sitting up in this ministry and you're a man and you're lusting after another man, it's going to be to your own destruction. That's why the Bible said let every man have his own wife. Paul says it's better to marry than to be burning. Burning for what? Sex. You better pray for me. You better pray for me. children's life because you want my little boy and you want my little girl devil 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 you don't want your own life I'm sorry you maybe you came the wrong stuff 
chapter 1, 18 through 32, and tell me you don't know what that's talking about. You are lying wonder if you tell me that. That's plain. Because the first thing they tell you is, that's not in the Bible about LBGQ. Yes, it is. It's an abomination. It's in the Bible. These were the days of Noah that began in the days. Listen at this. These were the days of Noah that began in the days of the first civilization that perished in the judgment of the flood. It was Canaanic in origin. Go to Genesis chapter 4. Genesis chapter 4. I will never forget the first time I had counseling uh, in the office and this young man and this young lady, they're no longer here. They're no longer here. They came into the office and they were discussing the fact um, they wanted to be saved and he had a couple of guidelines and he was saying, now we want to be saved, but we see nothing wrong with drinking, smoking, and sleeping together, having sex together. So I began to go through the scriptures, because that's what I'm going to give you. And he liked to fill out the chair. He says, I've never heard any preacher tell me or, or show me that this was in the Bible, that it was wrong to have sex before marriage. Now, you know, Mobile full of preachers. <laughs> and they, how old were they in their 26, 27? And he fell out the chair. He said, ma'am, he says, I've never seen that. Nobody's ever told me that was in the Bible. I said, well, here it is right here. It is a sin against God for you to be sleeping around. Because most places are not going to preach like this. But it's okay. I'm Even if it goes in the atmosphere, I'm going to preach it. I'm going to preach it because God told me to preach it. Somebody's going to catch it. See, without God in our lives, without the word of God, that's why I tell you, we come here on Sunday morning to be washed by the water of the word. Amen. Because without the washing, we just build up all that filth out here in the world. It just builds up and builds up and builds up and builds up. We have to be washed by the water of the word. Amen. Or we'll start thinking anything goes. Amen. Because those spirits come to everybody. Amen. I said those spirits come to everybody. They ain't going to be real. I'm going to be real. They come to everybody. From the, from the pulpit on up, they come to everybody. But how strong are you in the word? How rooted and grounded are you in the word? How is your prayer life? How is your faith in God? And then they lay up and have all these babies. Oh, I'm coming where you at. I got my car keys ready. Right, Courtney, you got them. <laughs> then we lay up and have all these babies, 
And this is the sad part. Okay, you had them. We don't even put them under the word of God. You know what they become? Food for the enemy. Another generation to be gobbled up by the devil. Another generation to be used by the devil himself. Well, Shine for me, Anna. I said, shine for me. And so what happens? What do you think happens? Just like the day I said, what happened? The sin travels. The, the information, it travels through every what? Generation. And every generation that rejects the word of God, the blood of Jesus, salvation, guess what? They become able to be used of the devil. That's, that's what happens. They become an open door. Because as soon as the flood was over, <laughs> and the Lord told them to go forth and multiply again, here come Nimrod. But information had traveled. Because how did Nimrod know that there was a flood? How did he even know what the flood was all about? Well, he had to know for him to say, this is one of the reasons we're going to build the Tower of Babel. Because if God ever get another mind to send another flood against my ancestors, we're going to be so high up, we're going to show God. Well, how did you even know, Nimrod? Because the information was passed down. It was passed down. It was passed down. So when information is passed down, you can make a decision, right? Yes, so you had some that decided we're going with Nimrod. Some decided, no, we're going to stay with the word of God. Amen. Sound like it's happening today to me. Yes, Genesis chapter 4, verse 16. Don't worry, I'm going to let you out. You ain't got to worry. I know you're saying, Lord, have mercy. This woman here. Genesis 4, 16. And Cain went out from the presence of the Lord. Don't want no word. Don't want Jesus. Don't want the house of worship. Don't preach to me. Don't talk to me about that Jesus. And Cain went out from the presence of the Lord. Instead of coming to church, they run in the other direction. Because we don't want to do right. But you know, the Bible says that in the New Testament, remember? And this is the condemnation, that light is come, but men love darkness because their deeds are evil. They'd rather stay in a dark place where there is no light. The dark place is where there is no word. The dark place is where there is no God society. The light is the word of God, God over the society, the, the instructions of the Holy Spirit. So they like dark places. 
That's why the Bible said, I didn't write it. The Bible said that's why most of your, 99.5% of your sin is done in the dark. Not in light. That's what it says. Most, a lot of your backbiting, jealousy, envy, strike, it's done in the dark. Darkness is the devil's playground. That's why King David prayed in the Psalms, Lord, forgive me, deliver me from hidden sins, sins that are in the dark crevice of me. Tasha, it's healing time. Oh, yeah. It's healing time. And Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod on the east of Eden. That word Nod means shaking, trembling. Why? Because there was never any peace in the land of Cain. There was always confusion, always sin going on, always somebody murdering somebody, <clears throat> always somebody coming up with a new invention of sin. No, no peace. No peace. When you go into, when you go to your homes, there, there should be peace in there. Why? Because you're a praying person. You saved. That's why I do not allow smoking, drinking, cursing, I illicit sex in my house. You get your own house and do all you want to do. Not going on up in there. Not on the grounds. Nope. No. Because when I do those things, I tell the devil, I'm giving you an open door. Don't even come to my door smoking and put your cigarette butt out on. No, no. Take it to your car. Put it out in your car. I'm not going to get out there sweeping up cigarette butts. That's why uh, uh, the house of the Lord is the same way. Don't come up here with your cigarettes and your, and your beer and your wine and your liquor and your drugs. Don't bring it here. Amen. This is the house of God. Amen. Verse 17. And Cain knew his wife, and she conceived and bare Enoch, and he builded a city and called the name of the city after the name of his son Enoch. Now watch this. I'm going to see if you catch these names. And until Enoch was born, I read, and I read begot Mahujal, and Mahujal begot Methusel, and Methusel begot Lemage. I read is Iran. Yeah. <laughs> Lemage is the one that had the two wives, and he murdered a man. And he said, Well, if God forgave Cain, he'll forgive me. That joker didn't repent. 
You ever seen people like that? They don't repent. They just say, well, That's true. that one's still living, and they did it. That one's still running on, and they did it. Ooh, look at that one. They not dead, and they did it. Cain lost a lot because he could no longer bear the presence of God. Lord, have mercy. The Jews have a saying that if I forget Jerusalem, let my tongue cling to the roof of my mouth. Lord, if I ever get to the place where I can't stand the presence of God, it's time to go. I need a psychiatrist. I'm going to let you go. The cold's going to die down. Preach it. Preach it. Again, listen at this. Out of Cain and his wife, they had the son Enoch. Enoch means teacher. When Seth was born, the Bible says men began to call on the name of the Lord again. And Jesus Christ said, the Lord God Almighty said, Seth replaced Abel, whom Cain killed. Okay, so another righteous line. Enoch meant teacher. So for a time, the knowledge of Elohim, meaning my creator, was among Cain and his offspring. That's why Romans chapter 1, 18 through 32 says they are without excuse because they could have known him because the knowledge was given to them. But they rejected it. They rejected the, the line of set calling on the name of the Lord. They let go of the knowledge of Enoch to teach the word of God. Oh, yeah. The knowledge of Elohim, meaning my creator, was among Cain and his offspring and those who left the race of Seth. But that knowledge soon disappears. But that knowledge soon disappears as they rejected the Lord's knowledge. So you can come to church every Sunday and sit right there and reject what's being preached. Amen. You can reject it silently in your heart. And you can do it for a long time. And after a while, God said, all right, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. They rejected the Lord's knowledge and gave themselves to other gods, to base gods and philosophies. <laughs> and philosophies. And speculations. Well, I don't have to speculate whether this is a sin or that is a sin. The Bible makes it plain what sin is. Amen. Hmm. Speculations. You know, that you, it, it would take for a Christian, and that's what happened, to speculate on the word of God, that means you have to leave the word of God. Well, that means you say, I don't believe the word. Here is how I believe it should be. Yeah. Here is how it should be. I, I, don't, I don't believe the word of God. 
The way of Cain began. Now, this way back in Noah's day. The way of Cain began the spirit of apostasy that traveled even into the days of Noah. Somebody say it traveled. Into the days of Noah. Into the days of Jesus Christ. That's how you get Matthew 24. Because that same spirit traveled. Say it's here today. Go to Matthew 24. We soon to close now. I thank him too. So I can call an A a A and a B a B. So I can say this is God's word and this is not God's word. So I can say I reject that because it's not God's word. And I accept that because it's God's word. Matthew 24. All right, what's two plus four? What's two plus four? Here's your second six. Now, this is what I want you to do as we read this and wrap this up. You got to add all of this now to what you just heard. You got to add this to what you just heard. Okay? And what did Jesus say? Verse 4. I'm not going to even read. You can, you can read it at your own leisure. 24, 1 through 8. I'm just start at verse 4. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. Somebody said there's going to be much, de- there is much deception. Okay, he says, verse five, for many shall come in my name saying, I am Christ and shall deceive many. Somebody said there are many false Christs out here. Okay, number six, and you shall hear wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled for all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet for nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there should be famines and pestilence, earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. So what you have to do, verses 4 through 8, you have to take verses 4 through 8 and add them to Romans chapter 1, verses 18 through 32, and those were the days of Noah. And just think of this. I need you to hear something. Everything we just read in the third six, it is tripled, quadrupled. No, I won't be here either. Won't be here. And it's going to be that way. It's going to be to a high magnitude. Watch this. And the reason why it's going to be able to do that is because the Bible says in Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians, he that now led it is going to lead. God going to stop. He's going to stop slowing the train. And he's going to let them do whatever they want to do. I will not be here. I am going, oh, somebody might be new today. Well, you say, well, where y'all going to be? We're going in what's called the rapture. Or if you don't like that word, I'm going to give you the real word, like the Holy Ghost told me. We're going to be in the change. Well, the Bible says that in a moment of a See, we always say that at funerals. But no, no, no. He said, and they which remain and are alive, there's coming a change. And we will. And this mortality going to put on immortality. This corruption going to put on incorruption. It's going to get swallowed up. We wait on the trumpet. I'm not waiting on the, the voice of the Antichrist. I'm waiting on the voice of the trumpet of the archangel. 
That's what I'm listening for. And that's what every Christian ought to be listening for. So don't be like in the day of Noah. You so busy buying. You so busy selling and buying. You so busy enjoying your blessings. You so busy marrying and giving in marriage. Come on. Come on. Building. That you're not listening for the sound. Enjoy the blessings of God. But listen. Keep your ear, your spiritual ear open for the trumpet. Because a change is going to take place. And if that's not good enough, don't die without the Lord. Amen. Do not die without the Lord. Because when the trump, he says, and when the trumpet blows, the dead in Christ will hear it first. They're going to rise first. So you still going to have to hear the trumpet. Still going to have to hear the trumpet. Either way. So if your ear's full of I want a man. I want sex now on demand. Is that how you say it? Sex on demand. <laughs> Girl, I'm going home. Man, I'm going home. Is that how you say it? Yes, <laughs> you sex on demand. <laughs> Don't let your ear be so clogged up with the worldly things that you can't hear the trumpet. Because it's going to blow. It's going to blow. Oh, don't give me that baloney. I'm human. I ought to want sex. We'll get you a husband. Get you a, get you a husband, or if you are a, a man, get you a wife. The way of Cain began the spirit of apostasy that traveled even into the days of Noah. This is the evil. This is the evil that caused God to say, it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth and it grieved him at his heart. Because people say there is no God and he doesn't see me. But God got eyes. Yeah. And when you go in the back, in the dark, in the closet to do those things which are dishonorable, he's looking at you. Because the Bible said King David penned, even the darkness is light to him. Yeah, he see you. He see you taking off your clothes. He see you getting sloppy drunk. He see you cussing. He see you backbiting and lying and having envy and jealousy and strife. God see it. And they hide themselves and they cloak themselves and they say, oh, God doesn't see. He doesn't see me. That's in the book. That's in the, in the Bible. They say this. And God said, and the Bible said God sits and he looks down and he laughs at them. I, I, he do see the eyes of the Lord in every place. He see every secret thought. 
That's why I don't listen to the naysayers. I'm going to repent every day. Amen. I was glad when Minister Ralph the second took out the time to say, Lord, and we repent for anything we've said or done. I said, well, thank you. My, my little spirit just rose on up. I said, thank you, Jesus, because I don't know what I've done. Sometimes you don't know. There are hidden sins, secret sins. Forgive me, Lord. You're not without repentance. Yeah, Lord. I'm going to repent. I don't care who don't like it. I don't care who preach it. Tell me I don't repent. That, you do that over there. You do that over there. I'm going to repent. And I'm going I'm to ask and I'm going to renew from my lips the blood of Christ being over my life. I'm going to renew it. How do you renew it? I'm going to let the Lord know that I acknowledge your blood as the only way for me to be forgiven of my sin. And today I accept your blood over my life anew. Nine for me. Nine for me. So, Elder Courtney, the Lord told me to tell you that's what grieved him was all of those sins. Because he had to look at all that. That that he had created to serve him and glorify him. <laughs> That's why you need to pull your clothes up. Come on, preach it. I made sure I went in the closet this morning. I done got so now I can't even stand for my flesh up here to be seen. I said, God, I got to have a top. He said, you got one. Go in there. Look all the way in the back. Yes, sir. He said, you got one. Pull your clothes up. Pull your pants up. Cover yourself up. You don't have to dress like the world. There are clothes for men and women that make you look attractive without showing everything that God blessed you with. Amen. I told my son, I said, I want to go to the mall for the, what day was that, baby, four? Did yeah. I miss it? The four? Did I miss it? Okay, all right. I said, I want to go. I said, because they're having a sale, and they have shorts for ladies of my statue. And he went to laugh, and he said, Lord, he said, that's a rich person problem. <laughs> he, said, he said, a lady of your stature. I said, that's right. I said, well, my husband is no longer with me, so I don't wear short shorts. I wore those when we went on vacation. You know, I put them on, baby. <laughs> Not now. <laughs> Got to cover it up. Amen, Bishop. <laughs> I'm going to go down. So, yeah, I went and got them because they, you know, they come all the way down to here and they're comfortable. They're not tight. I can't stand tight, tight clothes. Yeah, yeah, you know, there's a place for that. You married. So if I saw you out with your husband on vacation or something, you had on show, I said, go ahead, girl. That's your man. 
Go ahead, girl. That's your man. God is good. Give him a hand, praise saints.